The Word says that where our treasure is, our heart will follow. And there's nothing better to defeat materialism than giving. Giving affirms the old saying that the greatest things in life are not things. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. This was in the news this morning. (laughs) I just thought this was interesting. Here you go. The inventor of the television remote control, Robert Adler, died yesterday in Boise, Idaho. He was 93 years old. Millions of couch potatoes will pay tribute to Mr. Adler today during the broadcast of the golf tournament by pressing the mute button for about five seconds. (laughs) I think that I'm going to get involved in that. (laughs) What would we be without the remote control? I, I don't know. I want to talk to you for just a minute this morning about giving. And I know that I talk about tithing and giving pretty often. But I want to talk about why we need to give. But first, let me go back to tithing for a second. You see, tithing really isn't giving. Tithing, as we've reinforced many times around here, is an act of obedience to the Lord. And it's important, and it's important to God that we do it. And when we do it, we're acknowledging that everything that we have belongs to God. And that when we tithe, He gives us His blessing on the remaining 90% of what we have. So while tithing is expected, it's also respected. But giving is also an important part of our life, and it's also important to God. Did you know that over 2,000 verses in the Bible reference money or possessions? In contrast, there are about 500 verses about faith. There's about 500 verses about prayer. And of the 38 parables that Jesus taught, 16 of them had something to do with money. In the Bible, the word give is used 2,285 times. And no, I did not count them. Does that seem like a lot? I mean, the word love appears 733 times. I think the message is that what we do with and how we handle our money is a big deal in developing our relationship with God. So there's a number of good reasons why we need to give and be good, generous givers. But for starters, here's three of the best reasons. The first reason is we need to give. Because it keeps our heart in the right place. What we give to defines our priorities. The Word says that where our treasure is, our heart will follow. And there's nothing better to defeat materialism than giving. Giving affirms the old saying that the greatest things in life are not things. The next reason we need to give is simply to benefit others. Since the beginning of time, there's always been those who are in great need. 
The Lord made it clear that we as Christians are to help them. We're to, we're to do more than just share the gospel with them. We're to love them and we're to share with them in material ways. And I love this saying, you can give without loving, but you can't love without giving. And finally, the reason we need to give is because giving glorifies God. Giving really is an act of worship, just as praising Him is. And giving is tangible. And it's a way that we can show our gratitude for all He gave us. Oswald Chambers, he said, Worship is giving God the best that He has given you. You know, most, most of us wish that we didn't have to think about money all the time, that we didn't have to try to make ends meet, provide for our, our needs for ourselves and for our families. But you see, that struggle... That challenge to meet all the demands of the day is part of the journey that God has put us on. And when we labor in the field and we're faithful, in spite of our financial challenges, He places in our hearts the desire to give what we can. And He knows that it takes faith to do it. And that's when something special happens. And that's when we begin to grow stronger in the Lord. So giving is important. And we need to do it. And we need to be good at it. The Apostle Paul said, you should see that you excel in the grace of giving. Stay tuned as Bobby exposes the insidious disease of procrastination and learn how to stop it. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400 lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. But first I want to talk about a disease that is affecting many of us. The disease is called procrastination. Has anybody heard of this one? I've been meaning to talk about procrastination for some time. But I keep putting it off. Thus, the evidence that I'm also affected, infected with this disease. But I don't even know where the word comes from. I'll have to ask Des about that. But it's a very descriptive word. It starts out with pro. And you know, some of us are so good at it, we could probably make a living at it. And it ends with nation. And we have, in fact, become a nation of procrastinators. 
Procrastination means to intentionally put off something that should be done. And in case you were wondering, that's not a good character trait, especially for a Christian. And it happens to be one of the greatest assets the enemy has and uses to prevent you from reaching your potential as a follower of Christ. Does this little poem ring true with anyone? Procrastination is my sin. It only brings me sorrow. I know I should give it up. In fact, I'll start tomorrow. <laughs> that, sounds like, that sounds like me. Let's face it, if we're honest, most of us have this problem in some area of our life. I mean, I consider myself a get-it-done type of person. But when it comes to the subject of dentistry, tax returns, okay, haircuts, <laughs> you wouldn't know anything about that, though, would you? I've been known to come up with any excuse not to do it. I don't, I don't know what your issue is with it this morning, but whatever it is, procrastination is a self-inflicted disease. And it's a pattern of behavior that's unpleasing to God. So why do we put these things off that we know we should do now? Well, there are several reasons. First, because we're indecisive. We're not sure what action to take, so we don't do anything. And that's not good. The Word says that a double-minded man is unstable in all he does. So to take indecision out of our life means we have to pray for guidance. And we, then we have to focus on our task until we know what action to take. The second reason we procrastinate, believe it or not, is fear. We're afraid of what will happen when we act because we can't handle the thought of a negative outcome due to our actions. And this is another place where the Lord can help you. I mean, while fear is normal, fear and anxiety don't come from the Lord. He can bring peace to the situation if you just trust him. And try asking yourself anyway, what's the worst that can happen, really? Most of the time, we get ourselves all worked up for nothing. And we're actually relieved when, once we confront the thing that's caused us such strife, regardless of the outcome. The third biggest cause of procrastination is the most common. Laziness. It's true. We live in a culture that's constantly trying to make things easy for us. So then it's easy to push the more difficult things off. Did you know that the most powerful marketing word is easy? In all the years that we sold ex exercise products, I never once promoted a product by saying, if you use this product and work real hard, you'll get in shape. No, we said using this product makes getting in shape easier. I guess now that I think about it, I should feel guilty about that. <laughs> But the point is, always taking the easy way is a characteristic of laziness. And Proverbs says, lazy people want much but get little, while the diligent prosper. And if you think procrastination is harmless, think again. Because there's a cost of procrastination. It always causes problems in our life. I mean, how many opportunities are lost because we didn't act in a timely manner? I mean, I can think of quite a few in my own life. And the most damaging thing about procrastination is how it can hurt other people. Usually the people we love. Laziness, 
and making excuses show a lack of commitment and it can erode the respect and faith that someone that we care about has of us. So what can we do about something that has infiltrated our life like this disease, procrastination? Well, like the fight against any disease, the first step is recognizing the symptoms. And then, in this case, the road to recovery starts with being grateful to God and wanting to please Him. So we need to stop putting things off and we need to stop making excuses for what we're not getting done. And we have to realize that an excuse is just a lie wrapped up in a reason. Then we have to acknowledge that God will over help us overcome procrastination if we will take the first step. The Word says, there's nothing I can't do with the help of Christ who gives me strength. The most important thing you can do about procrastination is to make the decision to stop doing it now. Just think about all the things that you have to do and start doing them today. And remember, God has a purpose for your life. And he wants nothing more for you than for you to fulfill your destiny in him. And the one thing you don't want to be late for is your appointment with destiny. Are you ready for a comeback in your life? Stay tuned to hear how God intends to create an amazing testimony for your life. And your comeback story is part of it. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I love the intense brightness and durability of Nebo Tools flashlights. Listen, my neighbor lost his keys, and I asked if he had checked on the seat of his car. He had, but I handed him my Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight, then I told him to look again. He found the keys. My neighbor was impressed. This flashlight is so bright, I want one of these, he says. So I ordered him Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight. An amazing high-power 500-lumen flashlight, chips-on-board work light, red light, and red hazard flasher. It's equipped with programmable memory settings for each light mode, has four times adjustable zoom, and it's rechargeable. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the powerful rechargeable second-generation Slide King flashlight at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. You know, I, I really do want to encourage some people today. I know that some of you are dealing with financial issues that you may never have dealt with before. Some of you, some of you may have something else that has put your life into a tailspin right now. It may be a family issue or a health issue or it's just been a very difficult time. In fact, these times may be creating pressure that makes you feel helpless and hopeless and sometimes you may even feel like giving up. So I want to tell you a few things that you need to hear. The first thing I want to tell you that if you're hurting like that today, you are in the right place. Because the house of God and this house of God is all about hope. And no matter what you're going through right now, you can't give up. Because there is hope for you and your situation 
through Jesus Christ. And you know, we all have faced periods in our life when we go through tough times. But I believe that God has a comeback story planned for every one of us. Let me tell you a comeback story that I was once a part of. Years ago, our church fast pitch softball team made it to the final championship game. And we were getting beat really bad. In the last inning with two outs, our worst player was up to bat. I don't think he had had a hit all year long. We were already packing up our gear in the dugout. Well, he walked up to the plate, and miraculously, he walked and reached first base. Well, then the pitcher hit the next batter, and there, now there's two on. After that, another got on base because of an error. And with each guy that reached base, our faith began to grow a little bit. Finally, our best hitter got up to hit, which was the winning run. Not only did our faith soar, but at that point, we began to really believe that we could win. Now, this will probably embarrass him, but a side note here was that our best hitter was actually my brother Glenn, who's sitting over there. And when Glenn hit the ball out of the park for a home run, and we won the game and the championship, I'll never forget the exhilaration of that moment. And when I look back at that comeback, I'm reminded of something that we need to remember when we're down and things aren't going our way and it's not looking good. And that is we have to let the good things in our life come out and use them to build our faith. You see, with each player that reached first base, our faith began to grow. We went from hopeless to hopeful. We went from never had a chance to we're going to win. No matter what situation we find ourselves in, we need to grab hold of God's truth and his promises and rise out of the depression and live expecting a comeback in our life. And with each and every blessing that we do have, we need to proclaim it with all the assurance that all things work together for the good for those that love the Lord. You just can't give up. There's always hope in Jesus' name. As long as I'm talking baseball, I'm reminded about what the great New York Yankee coach, Yogi Berra, said. He said, it ain't over till it's over. Here's three more things to remember so that you never give up and that you can begin the journey on your comeback. The first one is this. Never give up on what God has promised you. The word says, let's not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we have a harvest to reap if we don't give up. Listen, God knows what he's promised. He's not going to forget it, and he's not going to forget you. The second thing is never give up on what Christ has purchased. You see, the Lord paid the price and he sacrificed everything for us. He has great expectations for us. And his expectations are bigger than our problems and our disappointments. The only way that you can honor this incredible price that he paid is to take a stand on what it means. And one of the things it means is we never give up. The Apostle Paul said, 
It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. So stand firm and don't let yourselves be burdened by the yoke of slavery ever again. And finally, never give up on what God has purposed for you. You see, God intends to create an amazing testimony for your life. And your comeback story is part of it. And you can't have your testimony until your situation seems impossible at first. It takes faith to realize it. It takes perseverance to get there. And for sure, it takes never giving up. You know, in that softball game many years ago, when Glenn went up to bat, I knew he could do it because he was the best we had. And don't you know that Christ is the one who is standing in for you when you need a hit? He's the one you can count on. He's the one who will lead your comeback. It may not happen when and how you expect, but it will because he always comes through. You know, none of us had a chance without Christ. But with him, not only is there hope, but there's assurance of victory in our life. Just listen to this promise that just happens to be one of Pastor Des and Mary's favorites. Being confident of this very thing, that he which began a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Are you ready for your comeback today? Well, if you are, just trust the Lord. Trust him and never give up. Never give up. Turn to the person next to you and say, never give up. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com. Or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com. Or call 817-755-8484.